do your thing, dude. Okay, cool. Um, so, how do we start this? <laughs> we Our official start is to be confused about how we start. That is our intro. Oh. We say... So, wait, was that our intro, start? then? Was that our intro? Well, it, it usually ends with, like, I go into some weird voice, and I'll say, like, and we're back. What? And then, bam, there we the are. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was uh, incredibly strange. So, anyway, guys, welcome back. <laughs> I guess that's going to be our intro. Uh, welcome back to the value pack. This is going to be episode uh, four, I believe. And uh, we got a small list of things to talk about here. Uh, just a couple things that we thought would be uh, kind of interesting. Some stuff going on in the game right now. Ironically, that we kind of predicted. I, I won't say predicted, but we talked about it last week, right? We were talking about like kind of the game and like what could happen, what changes they're going to make. But we'll get into that discussion later. Um, really quickly, I wanted to say, if you guys have not yet seen it, I did upload on Sunday, I believe it was. It was Sunday, right? I think it was Sunday. On Sunday, I uploaded a video around Lakari's first siege back to BDO. Um, it received mixed reviews. Uh, 16 likes, 7 dislikes, uh, 1,500 views, though, which is really nice. Um, <clears throat> so if you guys haven't seen that already, uh, go check that out and uh, let me know what you guys think. Aside from uh, the transition is too loud, I, I got that. Listen, I understand. The tris the transition is way too loud. I understand. You guys got it. I'll f I'll fix it next time. Swear to God, I will fix the transitions. Um, but other than that, uh, we'll jump into the actual comments for the last episode. Uh, starting with, I guess we'll start with Reddit, because there was a couple things on Reddit that were kind of interesting. Your nope to making a sound. Yeah, I am. Oh no, is Discord dead again? Hello? Uh-oh. Hello? Oh no. Oh no, oh no. Wait, speak. Hello. I can hear you. Okay, you can hear me. So, I guess Discord just died there for a second. For a second. Ah, it's standard, dude. Works, like, literally all year long. <laughs> yeah, then as soon as we start recording. <laughs> I did want to say about the 1,500 views. Um, When you're, like, going to work, coming home from work, or just trying to eat food and fans are bothering you, do you, do you hate that? Like, what's that life like? So, anyway, moving on to the comments of... Uh... <laughs> The last episode of the podcast, uh, starting with Reddit, uh, the the most upvoted comment was from uh, what is that? It's it's P P W L N I S M Pol Pol. I was gonna say Ponism, but there's an L in there. I think it's just random letters. It might just be random letters. But anyway, he's a level 61 Swerk. Apparently he's useless. He said, Hey, I would appreciate if you could upload the podcast to SoundCloud 2. 
I'm hearing all my podcasts while I'm on the way home slash to work. Would be dope if I didn't need to drain my smartphone with YouTube videos. Uh, which I did reply to this comment talking about uh, how we're considering uploading it to other places. But uh, I do want to stick with YouTube just a wee bit longer. Um, maybe next episode or the episode after I'll start looking into like sending it to some other places. But uh, for right now I kind of want to just keep it in, on YouTube and just see if we can garner some more growth by uh, keeping it all in one place. Instead of kind of yeah. spreading it out all over the place, so we'll we'll move it eventually. But also, an an option for that person is if you have YouTube Music, you can actually use that to watch a video, and it'll just play the audio from that video with no video. Yeah, and usually that works in the background. It's an app called YouTube Music. They have it on iPhone and Android. Yep. So. Uh... Also, what I do, because uh, sometimes I want to listen to things, uh, YouTube videos, uh, while I'm at work, and what I'll normally do is just, like, put the, uh, like, I'll put the um, the quality, like, really, really low, since I'm not, like, watching it anyway, and I feel like quality on a YouTube video doesn't change the audio quality that much. Like, it's not like you can't understand what people are saying on the lowest quality. It's not quite as crisp, but, you know. It's still you can still listen to it and tell what they're saying. So, I don't know. Just hang with us a little bit longer, man. Just hang with us. We'll get there eventually. Trust me. Believe. Believe in us. Uh, the next comment is from uh, Little Dan's Little Little Dan Sunman One, Little Dan's On Man. I don't know how to say that name, but I do know who that person is. That's someone in Guild, actually, Frosty. Did you know that? I did not know. Well, that that little Danzon man one is Foxen, actually. Oh, look at that, Foxen. That, that's Foxen's Reddit account. Uh, he said, Damn. "Really enjoying listening to you guys. Keep it up. Nice to see more than Gildy's listening slash watching." I agree. I'm actually kind of surprised. Um, I mean, obviously the first episode had 900 views, which is going to be like a lot because people are checking out what it is, but. The uh, second and third had 300 views uh, each around, which I was kind of surprised. That was a little bit more than I was expecting. I was expecting like 150 to 200. So I really, uh, I'm really glad people are enjoying it. Uh, I agree, especially. I'm excited that our guildies aren't giving us too much crap about it, because most of the people in our guild are assholes. <laughs> that is true. Hello, Cairo. Cairo did say if you don't have your axes by Thursday, you'll have to listen to Frosty and Reslar's entire podcast. Yikes, dude. Who would ever do that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Blisschin. I don't know if you saw, but Blisschin was like, as soon as I get home from vacation, remind me to make a, uh, a graphic for that podcast because I can't stare at that MS Paint garbage any longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feels bad, dude. <sighs> Listen, I'm only so talented. Uh, <laughs> the next comment is Liftinary Day. He says, uh, Feels like every podcast is spending half the time complaining about Ninja. We get it. Ninja is OP. Talk about something else. And I did reply to that comment, uh, that comment rather, saying that, that that's a fair criticism. I think we have talked about Ninja a lot. Uh, and I think we've talked about it enough, and I think it's time to move on, which is exactly what we plan on doing. 
But not until after we talk about Ninja for at least 30 minutes. Yeah, at least 30 minutes. We want to dedicate at least 30 minutes of the... No, I'm just kidding. Um, and then the last uh, comment on uh, the Reddit, which is a particularly confusing one, uh, Frosty, if you remember what I was talking about it last week, he said, uh, as if the internet needs another podcast full of uninformed opinions on a topic. Sounded like one hour and 20 minutes of complaining, so I stopped after the first 10. And this is from Akrith. And uh, this comment was particularly interesting because um, he subscribed to the YouTube channel. So I'm not sure what to make of this. I don't know if he was trolling or if he was like serious, but then he like watched the whole thing and he was kind of like, ah, you know what, these guys aren't so bad, and then he subscribed. I don't know what was going on. Maybe he's just a Sundare, but uh, regardless, I did reply to his uh, comment, uh, basically just saying, wow, we're not experts, we're uh, certainly not uninformed. At the end of the day, we're just some friends uh, having a talk, basically, just talking about shit. Yeah. And, and uh, while I was complaining a bit about Ninja, I'm, I'm White Knight, dude. I don't complain. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Frosty is a level 10 White Knight. Although, I defend fair, this game with tooth and nail. To be fair, though, you haven't really done it that much on the podcast in particular. Although anyone in the Discord would be able to say that you're a level 100 White Knight. I don't know if people yeah. just know you from this show in particular. I don't know that they would be able to decisively say that you're a White Knight, but... It'll come Let's out at some point, don't worry. It'll come out Let's at some point. Let's see if we can't change that today. Yeah, we might. I don't know, we might. Because I, I have a feeling our opinions are going to differ on that letter today. There's nothing but good stuff in it, dude. <laughs> okay, it's definitely going to differ. <laughs> Alright. Oh so, uh, but anyway, he did reply, uh, kind of just complaining about some more things. Um, I don't know. Uh, Akrith, man, um, you subscribed, so hopefully there was something that you liked there. Hopefully you're, you know, you you're not you're not you're not shutting us completely down, and hopefully you come back and see if, you know, it's better. And hopefully it is better for you, man. Listen, we're not here. We're not claiming to be experts on BDO. You know, we're not the best in the game. We're not like uh, PA executives or anything. We're just two guys hanging out and just talking about shit, man. It's just for fun. Just something to listen to, like, passively. So, uh, I mean, if that's not your thing, it's not your thing, man. No worries. Yeah, and we got rid of Rainer. I think he was your main problem, dude. Yikes. <laughs> uh, so, moving the on next one? to the... Well, that's all for the Reddit comments. Okay. So, moving on to the YouTube comments. We had Alexander Apneseth. I hope I said that right. He said, great podcast. I agree basically everything you said about Ninja. And as an archer myself, every time I see a red ninja, I just go AFK. No point <laughs> even trying. <laughs> oh no, you're going to die to mobs, dude. Don't go AFK. Yeah, well, we... Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Ninja. I won't say, because we said we weren't going to. But, yeah. yes. Although, archer's tough. It's tough because, like, who knows, like, really how to play it super well, and you guys are still missing the Rabam skills, which we get tomorrow, so who... I, that, that one's kind of tough. I've fought a couple I... different archers now. Maybe it's mm. just because I'm a Zerker, and Zerkers are, like, super strong in 1v1, but they seem really weak to me. I don't know. Maybe they're yeah, just a large-scale class. 
I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> what, that they're weak in 1v1? Or I feel like they're so strong. Really? I think they're good in 1v1, yeah. I do. Huh. Maybe it's just a Zerker thing, then. Because it would, like, I don't know. Yeah, Zer dude, Lava Piercer's busted. It is really strong in 1v1s, that is for sure. It allows you to basically just close damn near any gap. And on a class like Archer, where your movement is all in, like, these little bursts, you you can't just, like, run away from the Lava Piercer. Like, it it's really hard. Yeah. So. See, that's... I would, with that commenter, I would say, when I see the Zerker as an Archer, that's when I would go AFK. Yikes, dude. Um, and then, do you know who the last comment's from? The last comment. Oh, let me get an actual drum roll. Oh, no. Who's do you it have from? a soundboard now? No, I was just banging on my desk. <laughs> it was inaudible. <laughs> well, I'm sure the recording picked it up. I think my Discord sensitivity is lower than my, like, recording uh. sensitivity. For some reason, I should probably change that, but it's, uh, Mr. Thorson. He's uh number one fan at this point, I think it's fair to say. I think he's commented on, like, every video. Um, he replied, the Tamer matchup versus ninjas is not super good. Really depends on the pilot of the ninja. If the ninja is decent and does not get caught in void, he should win every time. He will abuse the fact that our CC skills are slow and stationary. Regular Joe Ninja, who only relies on block jump and stealth, on other hand, will lose most of the time. Cheers again for another interesting podcast. See you again next week. Well, we appreciate you uh, checking us out again, Mr. Thorson, and see you. Uh, this should be going up tomorrow, so see you tomorrow, today, right now. Yeah. Also, in fairness, I think every class that doesn't get caught in Void Lightning wins. <laughs> <laughs> Tamer's pretty good in 1v1, though. They're not bad. No, it is. No, it's it's great. Alright. What's next on the docket? Are we moving on from comments? Yeah, I'm bringing up the... Um, I know we're not doing this right now, but I'm just bringing up the letter right now, so give me one second. Um, right. So, uh... Yeah, that's all the comments. Uh, we appreciate you guys checking us out, leaving a comment, leaving feedback. Uh, Etc. Make sure you uh, you guys keep talking to us, man. We enjoy hearing the feedback. We enjoy uh, you know seeing which uh, what you guys' opinions on Mr. Thorson. As always, you know you know feel free to uh, give your opinion. As a as a tamer, your opinion is is rare. It's it's like a it's like a fine wine. You know you don't come across them every day. So anyway, we're gonna be moving on. The first thing that we wanted to talk about was just kind of PvP in general, right? We wanted to kind of break it down a little bit. Yeah, PvP, large-scale, small-scale, 1v1s, like, they're all dramatically different, and the way you experience them on every single class is, like, dramatically different. Um, I mean, you hear things all the time like Witch and Wizard are OP, they're broken, nerf Witch Wiz, but then in 1v1, it's a completely different story. Right. Or in small scale or in tournaments or well, whatever. So. I think the first thing we have to do is we have to define small scale and large scale. Because I think people have okay. different ideas of what small scale and large scale is. Right. So actually both of us might have different. So I'm kinda curious what what you think. Well to me, small scale is basically like ten V ten and lower. 
Like, pretty much, once you get higher than 10, like, once you start getting, like, 15, 20, like, anything higher than that, I start considering that large scale. But I feel like 10v10 is, like, the biggest small scale can get, basically, while still be being considered small scale. It actually might be too big to be considered small scale. Like, honestly. Like, that is, like, the maximum. So, like, 1v1s or 1v1s, small scale to me is, like, 2v2 all the way to 10v10. And then, like, large scale is anything higher than 10v10, basically. Yeah. Um, I could agree with that. I don't know if 10 is so specific. I feel like a node war between, like... <laughs> uh, bloodline <laughs> when, when you guys are around and another guild might still technically be small scale. Well, but we were I like don't 10 know. to 15 yeah. people. <laughs> hey, you were 17, alright? Hey, listen, we were the strongest flex hex has ever seen. This is true. Mornblade couldn't hope to compete with Bloodline. <laughs> right. But I also consider, like, small scale to include, like, the 3v3 tournaments and maybe 2v2 and oh, anything yeah. above that. No, 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 absolutely. That that all applies to small scale. Yeah, because the, the playstyle there differs too. So, um, I was kind of curious. I think it'd be easiest to start with like your general overall feel of the balance in all of these. Like, overall balance. is Does it feel balanced? Does it feel like you can play any classes? Which classes are lacking? We don't have to go into too much detail on each class, but uh, to avoid and then us which ranting ones... about ninja for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, and then also like which one's kind of the most fun in your opinion, and why? Uh, well, that's easy. <laughs> All um, right, let's start with that. Which one's the most fun and why? Zerker. Hello. Like what? Well, well, I mean, like in in is it what's most fun? P large scale, small scale, one v ones. Oh, as a zerker, which one is most fun? Yeah, or as any classy main, really. Oh, small scale by far. Small scale on zerker, like. Everyone talks about Zerkers like 1v1, like their 1v1 is so good, but their large scale is kind of weak. Dude, like, Zerker's ability in small scale, say like a 5v5, like a 3v3 or a 5v5, it, it's so insane. Like, they're so powerful in small scale, it's actually ridiculous. Like, I know they're really oppressive in 1v1s because 4 grabs and Lava Piercer, right? It's just like, like... There are basically, like, almost every Zerker in existence is a one-trick pony when it comes to how they start their combos. And as long as you have, like, eh, 230-ish two, AP on a Zerker, if you know the right combos, you can one-combo almost anybody. So it, it's kind of like, there's not a lot of differentiation there. But uh, small scale is, like, totally different. It changes the game. There's so much more you have to do. There's so many more options that you have, like, as a Zerker. Like, it's just so much fun, and they perform in it, like, so well. Yeah. What about what about on your Witch? Well, on Witch, like, what was most fun on the Witch? Yeah. It has to be large scale. Anything other than large scale is pure cancer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, even, like, 1v1s against other Witches or Wizards was, like... Just fucking annoying. Like, if you don't like, if you don't one shot somebody the second you get them on the ground, they're just gonna TP away and heal up. So it's kind of like, well, fuck. Like, like it wasn't such a problem once I hit 261 AP on the witch because I could kill like most people with like a gore roll after a CC. But 
before that, it was just so cancer. I was like, fuck, man. And I didn't have the skill points to get all the fancy skills, so I was, like, severely lacking in my 1v1 potential. Yeah. And small, I, th I think Wizard and Witch are the, s the worst classes in the game for small scale. I truly do believe that. So even like 3v3, you think yeah. Wizard and Witch is bad? I think they're the worst classes in the game, honestly. I really do believe that. I used to not think that. I used to think that they were like, like not dead last, but like kind of bad. I think they're significantly dead last now. <laughs> like it's it's not even close. After playing a Witch... And, like, doing RBF and doing, like, tournament fights and stuff like that on the Witch. Yeah, th that class is not good for, like, 3v3, 5v5, 10v10. Like, it's really fucking bad. 10v10? It's not getting 10v10. No, it's not. Alright, then we're taking the Witches out of DFS. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need them for PA. We have to absorb... You don't understand what we do on DFS, Frosty. You have no clue. Did you not see the clip of me and Ragen literally killing like twenty people in Siege? Uh, yeah, dude, that was I actually so didn't see that sick. clip, but what? I believe it. Oh, dude, I'm Ragen's gonna find it. Dude, we both had ult and we both had class buffs. So like, as soon as I ulted and I started knocking them down, I called for us to go in. Then he e buffed. He ran in. He dropped the leg and then ulted at the same exact time I came in and ulted. We legitimately probably killed like fifteen to twenty people, just the two of us. And then like Sobi ulted right afterwards and killed like another ten. It was insane. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know which uh, which is incredibly strong in large scale. Really bad in small scale and really bad in one v one. See, I I can get behind the the one v one stuff, but I I think it's actually pretty good in small scale. And if I were forming a team, like an ideal team with me in it, I would love to have a really good wizard or witch who's actually spent time in BA in a three v three. I think two v two it starts losing its value, but in three v three I think it could be really sick. No, there's just better classes to have. I don't know, man. I don't know. The idea of, like, if I'm on a Mystic or a Sork and I get CC'd, that I can get an emergency PA while I'm down, or I can get an emergency heal last minute. But how often... It's like, kind of nice. Okay, here's the issue, though. Like, they're very rarely going to be able to pull that off unless they're just hiding the whole time. Like no, but like dude, they get like to stay in our rain. tournament, in our cacao official tournament, literally our fight against Black Rose, like almost every fight, I was able to just like delete Sasha within the first like twenty seconds of the fight, like no issues, like that every team time. beat us. No, I'm well aware, but Sasha was dead in almost every round. Sometimes because of hackers, but he was dead almost every <laughs> round. Dude, he PA'd, he PA'd a couple of times and saved Ghost Crew, dude. He did, man, but you can't tell me that, like, that team would not have been stronger if they had, like, a really good, like, Kuno or a Mystic or something, like... I don't know, I, I don't feel that way. Also, with the Renown changes and how much damage Witch Wiz does now would be even more insane. Oh, please, it's not that much know. of a difference. It's so big! It's not, it's, it's slightly It's crazy, more. everyone turned into... Freaking bash and base mobs. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> it's it's not that game. bad, dude. Um so I like I like large scale a lot. I, I probably least like 
small small scale. I mean, tournaments are fun, but outside of tournaments, like I I don't like small scale as much because I hate I get competitive. So if someone makes a mistake, <laughs> I get frustrated as oh, hell. It's something I can't control. Um, but in large scale, I just I I really love like the teamwork and organizing and like having a game plan and a strategy and trying to like out brains the other team especially when it's close like our war against he he like stuff like that's really fun and just seeing i don't know like the camaraderie also having a reason to get everyone together and the classes that i mostly play are mystic and sork for node war and siege so um sork is super fun in that because you kind of you're with or at least the way i play i'm with the front line but i'm staying back a little bit and just throwing busted ass 269 AP Dream of Dooms, which is super fun. I thought you were like 272 now or something. Well, the main hand. So the Dream of Doom is 269. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, but I I do enjoy that a lot. And then, but I I love one v ones, man. Like I can I can watch one v ones all day. Like. When I'm at work, whenever I have downtime, I'm watching 1v1s of like classes I'm playing or people that I've heard of or know just to see like who's good. I love spending time. Like I've lost so much silver per hour in the battle arena, it's not even funny. You just like watch McCann video? On I repeat? do not. I actually did yesterday. <laughs> I did watch a McCann's video just because he was getting clapped by Yellow PK, that ninja from Naka Mafia. I, I have no idea who that is. We we were in like a small war or whatever a few months back and I guess that guy's in man up now and he was dueling McCann's and I was just like, What I was told McCann's is I'm not gonna go there. But he <laughs> it was it was interesting and I did watch the whole thing. Um so yeah. I can even watch classes I don't play. Like I'll I'll I actually just recently watched actually just today, I was watching a uh uh, Black Rose Valkyrie fighting a Zerker for a while, which is crazy. Interesting. Also, it seems really hard for the Valk, but the dude is doing pretty well. It was just funny that I think the the Black Rose, uh, so the Valk was 261 AP and the and the Zerker was 269, and the Zerker was only auto attacking after grab, like literally nothing else. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was like, oh no, and it worked every time. I'm just like shit. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, man, I I love one v ones. I I that maybe because I don't play wizard or witch, so I still enjoy it. Maybe those would jade me so badly that I want no part of it anymore. But that that's the other thing too. It's like, I mean, I'm not I'm not bad in one v one, but I still struggle against really good witches and wizards, especially if they're similar gear. I mean, especially yeah. Like people like Conquestus that like sit in BA all day. It's like, oh my god! Yeah, Actually, like, dude, Azur, man, Azur's getting good. Really good wizards or witches that have been like kind of like, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like mastering like their one v one potential like over a decently long period of time. Like they can get kind of crazy because like wizard and witch have a lot of tools, right? It's just like you have to be able to use those tools effectively. So. I don't know. Like, I feel like the capabilities there, um, to be on par with a lot of classes, but uh, I think that they're very much inherently like a weaker, a much weaker class in in one v one, both wizard and witch. With wizard being slightly above witch. 
Yeah. Because block, um, block is useless. Feels bad. Yeah, I just... I feel like right now, in large scale, we're in this weird place where frontline, like, kind of doesn't exist anymore. Like, I don't even know what frontline is. Because as tanky as Striker and Mystic are, I, I feel like with how much AP everyone has, especially with the Renown changes kind of supporting this a little bit, it just feels like when you have PA, everyone is kind of frontline, and once it's gone, everyone is paper. I don't know. It's like in a weird spot for me. Like, it would be interesting if Valkyrie and Warrior during Node Wars, like when their shield is up, they actually take a ton of damage without dying. Or something like that. But, I don't know, we don't really have that. So that role is, like, kind of lost entirely. Yeah. I mean, even on Striker Mystic, man. Like, if any of our Strikers and Mystics run up ahead of us and they don't get PA, like, they're just dead. It's not like they could just go run... Well, that's what happens out. when you run into a ball of 100 people. Yeah, there's w that. Without the ability that large-scale PvP is literally focused around. Like, built around, like... <laughs> like, if you don't have PA, you might as well just, like, sit the fight out. Like, just cast a couple ranged abilities that you might have. <laughs> Pop a flare or two to try and reveal some ninjas on the on the back line, and then just kind of die, I guess. Like, it's kind of useless. Yeah. Alright, so quickly, if they if we could go through, like, large-scale, small-scale 1v1s, in each of those things, something you would change, could change, what would it be, and why? Large-scale, change mm -hmm. PA, or just remove it. I don't care. I've said forever, PA is a horrible fucking ability. Um, it it literally dictates large scale and makes it honestly like kind of boring. Like I I think it's kind of cool that you know you have to if you want to be really really good at your job as like the like the shot caller for a really good guild, you have to kind of like know like your PA timers and things like that. Like that's kind of cool, I guess, but. Mm -hmm. I I feel like having your entire like this huge chunk of your game, arguably the most important part of your game, like Node Wars, be focused around one ability that only two classes have, is a little silly, honestly. And I said this forever ago, and I and I even said it again, like I started saying, uh, when the PvP changes happened, I was like, yeah, dude, this like would make even more sense now. PA should not give, like, 999 DP. It should just give super armor for, like, seven seconds. Like, why? Like, that just makes so much more sense. And even more so after they removed the, 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 the protections on, like, everyone's shit. So now, yeah. like, all these classes that suck in, in 1v1, or in large scale, rather, because they don't have, like, a protected abilities that they can, like, use... Like, now you have a chance. You still have to position yourself correctly and, like, be smart, because it's super armor, right? So you can just be killed, like, outright. But, like, you have a chance of doing some damage now, at least, instead of just running into a brick wall while also being a brick wall, and then as soon as seven seconds run out, you just die. Like, it's just, I don't know, that's just so boring. I feel like it could be way more fun if it was, uh, like, super armor or I don't know just remove it I don't care I hate PA so what would fights be like though like let's say 
in like it's 40 people on offense against 40 people on offense without PA wouldn't the fight just be over immediately well or it kind like, of would it have would, to just be played different yeah I think you would see a huge shift in how fights are like taken how fights are done how like callers uh, like call their fights I think you would see an increase in uh, in like strategies used like I, I don't know. I feel like there it would result in a lot more micromanagement because instead of your tactic being ball up, PA, and go, you actually have to, like, kind of be careful. Right. Because anybody yeah, it, can die at literally any point in time. Yeah. I guess you could have... I mean, you can turn a fight even with a small group without PA if no one can have PA. Like, you could have a 10-man group potentially take yeah. out a 20-person army and if look they at, just play it better. Look at it this way, right? If you, right now, with the way PA is right now, you PA right now, you get 999 defense, that's great. You can still get CC'd into oblivion, like, legitimately for 7 seconds straight. Like, it can happen. Zerker Q buff, hello? But if yeah. he gives you super armor, like, at least if you're taking the dick in damage, you have a, like, you have 7 seconds to be like, I need to reposition before I die, like, now. And you can also V. You can't V while you're on the ground, even if you're PA'd. Like, I don't know. And to me, personally, the second that they made those changes and took away all those protections, I was like, okay, now this makes... Like, I'd always complained about PA, but I was like, now this just makes sense. Like, now it literally... There's no reason not to have it. Not to make it super arm instead of 999 DP. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. A lot of people probably disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of wish there was, like, slightly more defined roles. Like, I almost wish there was also stuff... Like, it would be cool if you could have... Like, there's a cannon team, right? So that's kind of cool. But it would be cool if you could have artillery that moved, like a catapult, that you can, like, escort along They're and build around Zirkers. it. The Zerkers, right? But, um, I don't know. Yeah, like that... I, I also don't really like that you're relying so hard on PA, because then every guild is defined by how many wizards and witches they have. Yeah. And that, that part does suck. Not to mention wizards and witches also have the most AoE and high damage. They have the most AoE. They have, like, one of, if not the highest damage. Granted, their abilities are slow as fuck. Like, their cooldowns aren't crazy long. Like, my Zerker has longer cooldowns than your, like, a, a witch or a wizard. And they also have the most support spells. Like, they have, like, speed spell. They have mana shield that can uh, give themselves more defenses on, like, this class that's supposed to be really squishy. They have, like, three types of heals. They have the, the single heal, the group heal, and then the emergency heal. Like, they have so many types of CCs, like, ranged meteor, ranged blizzard. Like, I don't know. That class is just, like, way too strong for large scale. And I feel like one way to easily bring it down and also make the game a little bit more interesting would be to change or remove PA. Yeah. It's also interesting that they have uh, their e-buff buffs their party and, like, no one else's e-buff does that. Yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't know. That... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what they yeah. want to do. They wanted to make Wizard and Witch, like, the large-scale classes. Who knows? I don't know. 
All right, one v ones. If you could change something. Uh, instead of changing something, can I add something? Sure. Can we have a one v one ladder? Right, Why dude. Is, all right. Like, I, seriously, in every MMO in existence has had a 1v1 ladder. Like, why does this game, a game where, like, the best thing about the game is the combat, why is there no 1v1 ladder? That makes no sense whatsoever. I'm 100% with you. And I actually have... I've, I've had this argument with a bunch of people because there's always the argument, like, well, if you have gear, you're going to win, right? Which is, like... So? Mildly true. But also, like, not not always true. And one of the cool things would be there's a lot of people you see in Battle Arena that aren't very geared that are there, like, for example, in, in Velia 4, just to kill people with high gear so they can say they're killing people with high gear. Like, they'll go in with, like, 230 AP on, like, a Kuno or a Maywar or whatever, and then they'll just wreck some warrior that they know has 270 AP and then post a video on YouTube. Like, look, I'm wrecking this guy. Like, there are people that can do it. And I think if they had a proper MMR, like ELO system, where like you rank up or down based on your performance, eventually, regardless of your gear, you're just going to be fighting people that are winning and losing against other people who are similarly ranked. I have a so question, Frosty. Yeah. This is kind of not directly related, but when did Black Desert Online players get so fucking entitled? Uh, like, why should fucking Jimmy, like, day one on the game, be the same power level as a dude that's been playing since launch? Like, it, what, it's literally a progression-based game. Like, why do people shit on the idea of a ladder or a tournament where it's not gear-matched? Why is that such a terrible thing? Like, I, yeah. That just doesn't make sense to me. Like, oh, they have more gear. They're going to win. So get more gear, pussy. Like, hello? Whoa. Whoa. Work, work for it. Like, like, dude, these kids are just so used to having everything handed to them. Like a fucking participation medal, dude. It's so frustrating. Like, dude, just, like, gear up, man. Like, fuck. If it bothers you that much. Like, I didn't care about getting geared for the longest time. And then I did. And then I started gearing. Like, it's really not that hard. Like, even getting past sub, like past soft cap, wasn't really that difficult. I just had to actually work for it. Like, I actually set myself a goal, and I said, "I'm gonna go do this for the next like week or two. And then I went and did it. And what do you know? Now I have 261 AP. Like, I, I it's so All strange right, to me. It's just so strange to me that like. Nah, I'm with you. I mean. And I think you can have both. I think you can have both. I think you can have a, a pure, like, ranked ladder, like, what you got is what you got, and then you could also have a gear match ladder. Like, that's fine. I'm no, I have nothing against having a gear match ladder. But th these kids, man, they just, like, I don't understand why the idea that somebody who's played this game for three years would have an advantage on somebody who just started yesterday, like, that, that's such an issue. Like, that's so strange to me. That's like saying, like, dude, why does Bill Gates have so much more money than me? Like, how dare he have more money than me? Like, dude, not only has he done more work than you, he's been alive for, like, so much longer. Like, he's had so much more time to accumulate his money and do things in his life. Like, if you want to have the same amount of money as Bill Gates, live that long and work as hard as he did, and then you'll have it. Maybe... 
Maybe BDO players are always at Bernie rallies. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I, I mean, I'm with you on like, I I don't like the idea of equalized gear too much just because part of the motivation to play the game for a long time is the slow gear progression and it being hard makes it feel more rewarding once you get it. Um, and like, if they were going to have an equalized arena it would have had to come out with launch. I feel like you can't do it now that people have spent so much time building up. So if they did have an unranked ladder, or rather a... Uh, like, yeah, they could have like a gear-matched unranked ladder where yeah. you, or a quick match, and then like a ranked, a ranked one ladder. Your yeah. actual gear, yeah. I think they that could do that, cool. and it would be perfectly fine. I don't think anybody would have yeah. any complaints with like, okay, here is like your ranked ladder... Where, like, you know, like, this is the one that, like, really matters. This is the one that's, like, super competitive. And then here's the unranked ladder for people that just, like, really like 1v1s and just want to do it, like, for fun. You know? Like, I don't think there's yeah. anything wrong with that. Like, that would be perfectly fun. I just hate, like, I don't know. It's the same thing with, like, Karma Bombers, dude. Like, this fucking entitlement, man, just fucking annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> dude, I, I do wish there was a, a ladder, though. Like... Yeah, I would spend so much time doing that. I also wish there wasn't even just 1v1, but I, if there was a 3v3 ladder as well. Yeah, that would something, be really cool. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Or a 2v2. Um, I, I also wish Kakao would host more tournaments. I, I thought that the one that they did at the end of the year was actually pretty sick. Yeah, And got people kind of excited about PvP. I know everyone complained. Well, yeah, that's the funny thing, too, is like, Everyone spends the last two years complaining about, well, everyone's gear carried, gear carried, and then when the finals came around and they made it equalized, like, everyone hated that it was equalized. Well, because it didn't Although, make sense. I mean, it was it was bad, but I, I mean, yeah. It was well, stupid, but at the same time, like, it just shouldn't... I just don't think it should be equalized. I, yeah, I don't so here's know. the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. There's two, there's two parts to it. I'm going to explain why that was retarded as one of the people who was kind of upset about it but then I'm going to defend Kakao. So the first part of it is if you're going to make the last part of your tournament equalized gear, make the whole thing equalized gear. That just doesn't make sense to do your entire tournament one way and then the very last match be like, now we're changing the rules. And there was also no warning. Right. They didn't say like at the beginning of the tournament, like this is how it's going to be. Like, I, yeah. if I remember correctly, it wasn't until, like, after the first round of matches, like, or, like, uh, the, the, uh, the, what was it, the preliminaries? I don't remember how, what they were called. Like, the sign-ups where we had to, like, get weeded down to, like, 32 teams or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't until after that that they told everybody, if I remember correctly. And people were like, dude, that, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would you do it that way? But... And this is where I'm actually going to defend Cacao for once in my life. Technically speaking, technically speaking, those weren't the finals. Technically speaking. That was... Right. That it was, was a show match. Yeah, that was a show match between NA and EU. It, technically speaking, wasn't even part of the tournament, really. Technically speaking. So I'm, I'm going to defend Cacao there. I'm going to give them a little bit of breathing room. And say, okay, you know, that really wasn't the finals. The finals was the match before. There was a finals in NA. There was a finals in EU. At that point in time, the tournament was over. So technically speaking, that wasn't part of the tournament. But that's how players looked at it. 
the the players looked at it as that's part of the tournament because that was like the really big prize, right? Was the winner of that match. So yeah, that just also, looks really bad. The EU finals winners actually couldn't even make it, so it was just three different people, or only one of the people showed up, and it was two other people. It was weird. Um, the whole thing was kind of a clusterfuck. Feels bad. Yeah. Dude, they should have invited um, us. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, I, I do... I Yeah, I wish they would do that more often, though. It, it kind of got people excited to watch PvP at a certain time. Like, I think it's super fun to watch that with the guild and stuff. Get people inspired to, like, do some PvP. Well, it was really fun to participate, too. We had a good time going, although we did end up getting knocked out technically the first round of the actual tournament. Technically, immediately. Yeah. So, and there was also the issue with the hackers and whatnot that was constantly interrupting the matches, but yeah. it was still, it was pretty fun. I would enjoy seeing more of that kind of stuff, although I, I don't know if I would participate if they did it now, again, because my internet here is just shit, um, but if they would, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind, like, you know, shoutcasting it if they invited me to come do that, you know, I wouldn't mind doing that at all. Oh yeah, you want to do some shoutcasting? Dude, listen, I'm already in cahoots with Dr. Positive. Look, we're already talking. <laughs> oh yeah? No, not at all. <laughs> you guys hanging out on the side? Yeah, dude, we're getting drinks tomorrow night after work. <laughs> do you think that you'd be able to squeeze in between him and Vibes behind that little digital desk? Listen, I don't know if I want to get in between those two uh, and what they do behind that desk when we're not looking, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying I don't know where that stain comes from, but it might be from uh it might be from uh good vibes guy's mouth. I'm not sure. Alright, so in the spirit of trying not to complain the whole time. Uh why why do you play BDO? What's made you play BDO for so long and like what is it about the game that you actually like? Like, why are you here doing a podcast for a game that you hate, basically? There's got to be something you like. I've never said... Okay. <laughs> I don't think, anyway, that I have ever said, seriously, not like in a rage moment, that I hate this game. I What I might have said, and I will still say this to this day, is I will say that, objectively speaking, I don't think this game is a good game. It, objectively speaking, looking at all of the things about it purely from an objective standpoint, as somebody who hasn't played it, hasn't sunk hours into it, I think it's a rather shit game. But, me personally, I enjoy it. And that is purely because of the combat. For me personally, the combat in this game is like nothing else. Like, no other game even comes close, really, to providing the same experience. If I had to choose one that was, like, the closest, I, I, I mean, I don't even know. Like, maybe, it's been forever since I played them, but maybe Terra or Vindictus? Like, I don't even know. Those don't even come close, honestly, but, like, the, the combat in this game is so much fun. It's basically, this is how I describe BDO to all my friends. I say, it's basically, like, a fighting game MMO. Because um, mm -hmm. that's really what it is. I mean, you have certain button combinations to do certain skills, and you have to chain those skills together in these big-ass combos to, to, you know, defeat your opponent. I mean, is that not literally what a fighting game is? Like, hello? Yeah. I mean, No, it, no, it's definitely a fighting game. It's just game. a super complex fighting game MMO. That's really what it is. And it's really well done. The combat is fantastic. 
Uh, all of the classes are really well made, aside from Striker and Mystic, uh, and they're really fun to play, aside from Tamer, and uh, they're all very... Tamer's so uh, fun, and Striker <laughs> and Mystic are so well made. Yikes. You're crazy. Uh, I don't know, they're all... I, I, I really enjoy the classes and the combat. Um, PvP is fantastic, PvE is pretty fun, although it gets kind of dull, but the uh, good thing about the PvE is that like a lot of people hate grindy like uh Korean MMOs. I actually don't mind them personally. Like I know that's purely a preference thing, right? Some people love grindy Korean games, some people absolutely can't stand them. I personally don't mind them cuz I can just shut my brain off and then do other things while I'm just grinding on the side. I can watch anime or you know, just whatever YouTube videos, ta- you know, talk to people, whatever. Don't have to actually pay attention, so. For me it's the combat. The combat is like no other game. No other games even come close to yeah. the combat in this game for me personally. Um yeah, I'm with you on the combat. That's like the number one thing, the fact that it feels like a fighting game. But I actually like that it's like a hack and slash. Like I grew up playing Diablo two and man, it feels so much like Diablo two to me, just third person instead of top down view. You never played Diablo 2? Nope, never did. Did you play 3? Yes, I played Diablo 3. Okay, so it's like relatively same idea. Okay. But the idea of like you're just killing mobs that are for the most part really easy to kill outside of some being more tanky than others. Like it's not like you're in this complex challenging fight, you know? Right. It's just like kind of mindless just killing mobs even the loot system is kind of similar to diablo where you just get random drops it's just more geared towards like what area you're in right like that that sort of combat i liked and it, it's funny too because when i like everyone says video has no end game and i i guess compared to like games that have like you know unique bosses that have actual fight mechanics and stuff that's true but man when i was playing diablo 2 that game that like everyone that played loved I was grinding hell cows for two years. It was literally just cows. Well, you just killed cows I think every BDO, single day. I think BDO has an end game, but the thing is, is BDO's end game is just PvP. So if you don't like PvP, then yeah, BDO doesn't have an end game for you specifically. Yeah, that's true. Although it, it does seem like a lot of people really enjoy life skilling and just building wealth. Yeah, but those people are weirdos. We don't talk about those people. Those people are odd. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I like. Uh, I love the PvP, but I actually do really enjoy the PvE. And I think the PvE is really fun because the combat itself is so fun. Like, the movement. Actually, that's that's got to be like my number one thing. Compared to games like Blade and Soul and Terra, when you're in combat, you don't move slow arbitrarily. Like, you get to just always be a fast character with high mobility and movement. Right. Like, in Terra and Blade and Soul, like, it was so funny when I was watching the Blade and Soul trailers before it came out, I was like, dude, look at that. Like, they're running on walls, and they're sprinting and flying, and then when you get hit, your move speed's reduced by, like, 70%, and you're just, like, it feels like you're walking in cement, and that's how Terra was, and, like, it just never made any sense to me, and, like, BDO doesn't do that. You just, if you are fast, you're always fast, and that that part's kind of cool. Unless you're hit by a mystic. (laughs) Until <laughs> you're hit by a mystic slow. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, I I that is fun. And I I think back to um I started watching this YouTube channel that my best friend recommended to me. Uh his name is Cosmonaut Variety Hour, I believe. 
actually a really interesting YouTube channel. He has he makes a lot of interesting videos on like video games and uh, movies, pop culture stuff, things like that. Um, and he had one. Uh, it was titled something along the lines of like why you should play fighting games or something like that. And I didn't watch the entire video, but I watched about half of it. I, I had to stop because of some reason or the other. But he actually made an interesting point in that fighting games are, like, basically just anime. Like, literally. Like, that's why fighting games are so fun to play. And that's why fighting games mm -hmm. are so fun to watch. Because it's literally like you're watching an anime. Like, watching these two right. characters just brawl it out to see, like, who comes on top with the most, like, you know, epic moves or, you know, skill set or, you know, counterplays or, you know, whatever else. And I, I find I, I find it kind of funny that he says that, and then you have BDO, like, I swear to God, at least a good, like, third to a half of BDO, like, cinematic type stuff is, like, anime related. <laughs> Yeah. Like every everyone thinks like, dude, I'm gonna make an anime BDO thing, which isn't bad. I'm a weeb. I love that shit. Like that's amazing. But I just found it really funny that that he compared it to that, and I was thinking back to like all the old Cho Nation videos, like a bunch of other videos that like people have made over the years. Like it's usually like anime related stuff, or like they try and make a theme song for their guild or something. You know, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. I agree. Every BDO player is a weeb, and I hate it. Except for you. <laughs> I watched Pokemon. Frosty, why are you not a weeb? Can you explain that? Why are you anti-weeb? Why is the only way to be cool is to be a weeb? That's not true. Weebs are inherently uncool. I see. Um. All right, let's move on to uh, Oops, to your okay. class. We, we bitched about Ninja for three weeks. I think it's time to start bitching about Zerker. Well, you know I don't really have that many complaints with Zerker. I really have one. I, I mm -hmm. have one complaint with Zerker. Alright. Moving Shot should have super armor. It's so absurd. It... <laughs> You didn't. The, so... the first time I said that, you didn't even know. You were like, I thought it did have super armor. That's the one where you fly in the air, right? And I had to be like, no, it's the other one where you like run sideways and then you fly in the air. You didn't even know yeah. what it was. Look, I, I just think adding any more super armor to Berserker is nonsense. But. Well, now you're just when trying you're playing... to piss me off. <laughs> when you're playing. When you're playing uh, as a Zerker in 1v1, you're grinding, some asshole comes up to you, what matchups are favorable, which ones, like, which ones stand out as, like, easy to you, and which ones stand out as, like, this is actually, like, one of the harder matchups for Zerker, and why, I guess, kind of curious on that. I mean, obviously, the easiest matchups are Witches and Wizards, like, they just, like, I honestly don't think I've ever lost to a witch or a wizard that hasn't been capable of just one-shotting me. Like, the only time I can remember being shit on by a wizard or a witch as a Zerker in a 1v1 was when they literally, like, CC'd me and then Voltaic slash Cataclysm and I died. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, right. Is that... Is that, like, do you take reduced damage, like, during Lava Piercer, or are you just iframing, or is it just, like, you can actually just eat, eat the damage, get up to them, and that's that? It's just super armor, or calm down, we are not a Well, sword. I'm just saying, like, 
I mean, if I'm running at someone, like, eventually I take enough damage that I have to straight up back off. But, well, the thing like, is, is Zerker, like, my Zerker in war has, like, 2.3k HP. Or, sorry, 2.3. 5.3k <laughs> uh -huh. HP. So, it's like, right. we can eat a lot of damage before we need to, like, get out of dodge. And, like, there really is, like, Unless you're in the middle of a group, which sometimes just happens, sometimes you're just like, ah, shit, I don't think I'm going to be able to rocket man out of here, you still have your heals, right? So, you can be in the middle of a fight, and if you don't think you're going to be able to rocket man out of there, maybe you got slowed, which means your rocket man ain't going to do shit. Uh, you know, you're just like, alright, I'm just going to heal and hope to God that I live through whatever is going on, basically. Right. Um, Zerker has, so for the record, Zerker has four heals... Two of them are super armor. One of them is completely unprotected unless they have 100% rage, in which case it is also super armor. And then one of them is frontal guard. Each of them recover 350 health per second. Um, so it, it's a very... Like, Rainer actually brought up a good point like uh, in the last podcast where he said, Circa isn't necessarily tanky, it's just really sustainable. It's got a really high HP pool, and it's also got a lot of ability to heal. Like, there's nothing right. inherently tanky about the class in the way of, like, Mystic and Striker that just have, like, magic DP out the ass for some strange reason. But, yeah, so you can Lava Piercer into people casting abilities, and unless they just vastly outgear you, it's really not going to matter too much, especially if you are able to successfully get the grab off, in which case they should probably be dead unless, again, you're vastly outgeared or you're shit. Yeah. So, what matchups do you struggle with? Sork. Easily. Yeah, Sork's like the highest up there. I could see that. Sork, just the ability to iframe in an omnidirectional axis um, is really, like, complicated to deal with. Because, again, with a Zerker, like, the way you want to start off your combo is with a grab every single time. Like, that's really the only way to start off your combo. Um... So, like, basically with a Sork, your only hope is, if they're good, right, and they're bouncing around doing their thing, your only hope is to try and get a slow on them using either, uh, uh, da -da 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 -da, I think it's called Raging Beast, the Stomp, which is unprotected mm -hmm. and it'll get you fucked real quick if you try and use it, or, um, Devastation, which is super armor and it does a bit of damage, um, but, again, you're just looking for that slow to try and, like, increase the amount of time that they're actually grabbable. And then you want to try and grab them. But it's, right. it's really a struggle. Like, I, it's hard to explain, but, like, ninjas are so much easier to deal with than sorks. And I really think it's because ninjas can't move on an omnidirectional axis. Like, they pretty much just go one way, whichever way they're facing. So it's pretty easy to know what they're, like, doing, if that makes sense. Well... But Ghost Step goes any direction. Like, their iframe. Their iframe no, is... No, it goes where they're facing. No, 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 no. They can shift left, shift back, shift... Oh, you, sorry. You I was I... thinking of the wrong ability. Yeah, they can, but again, that's only, like, four directions. And typically, whenever you're going in for a grab in the close range, most ninjas, like, 99% of ninjas, when you lava pierce up to them, what they do is they block jump. So if you just time it correctly, like, this happens so often. I did this to Zarok a bunch, like, a while back, if I remember correctly. Or maybe it wasn't Zarok. I don't remember who it was, but there's some ninja who would block jump as soon as I lava pierced up to him. 
I would just wait right. for it, and then I would just grab the second I knew he was going to come out of stealth, and it worked, like, literally 90% of the time. Like, i just grab yeah. him, like, the second he popped out, basically. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I... What about, like, Kuno? What about the matchup against Kuno? Uh, I don't <laughs> fight There's Kunos. no such thing as Kunos? Yeah, I, I, I don't fight a lot of Kunos. I think you're the only Kuno I fought since... Like, the PvP changes, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't fight a lot of Kunos. Kunos seem not as mobile as uh, ninjas, so not as big of an issue, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah Sork, definitely the hardest matchup. Sork is without a doubt the hardest matchup. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's also because, I mean, you also gotta keep in mind that, like, most classes in the game rely on super armors. Sork, right. like Ninja and Kuno, the three classes that are probably the hardest matchups for Zerkers, probably. Um, iframes. What's the difference there? Well, you can grab somebody using super armor. Like, that's the main difference for the Zerker, right? If there's some warrior guarding or casting Gravedigger, you can just grab him. Right? If there's some tamer, like, just running around doing their thing, like, you just grab them again. I've even grabbed strikers, like, mid-leg drop before, because some strikers think that they can just leg drop whenever they want and kill people. And it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, since striker mystics are so popular, what's how how's that go? What, you mean fighting strikers and mystics? Yeah. Uh, it kind of depends, honestly. Like, that basically just turns into a grab fest. Because as a Zerker, you're basically, like, just going for the grab while also trying to avoid the massive amounts of protection and CC abilities that Mystic and Striker have over you. Um, right. That aren't nearly as slow or uh, telegraphed as your uh, movement CC ability is, by the way. Um, so, it's kind of a hard matchup, but not really. I mean, it just kind of depends. I've definitely gotten shit on by some Strikers and Mystics before, and I've destroyed some Strikers and Mystics before. Yeah. So, I don't know. But that's also probably because those classes are so popular, there's such a wide variety of them. Yeah. So, one of the things I think, well, one of the things that frustrates people about Mystic Strikers, everyone's like, oh, it's an easy class. And I, I think to some extent that's true but um zerker like i think zerkers get a little bit more respect because i think zerker is actually a pretty hard class to play you know like in terms you can't of skill? just hop yeah you can't just oh, like yeah. hop on zerker and be great no absolutely yeah zerker so everyone thinks like zerker is basically just ancient wave which like i right. guess if you have 261 ap and you want to be an okay zerker like yeah you can just do that but like, the thing is, is most of Zerker's power, in 1v1 in small scale at least, uh, comes from their pre-awakening. Like, using the um, the slams that you always see Zer like Zerkers do in their combos, where they slam their axes into the ground. I'm I think everyone thinks of them as auto-attack bots, not Ancient Wave now. Oh, is that what the meme isn't, is now? Isn't that all you guys do? Yikes. Um, do you even need no. to CC anymore? At 261 AP, it's still, like, sometimes I can't kill people with just auto attacks. Like, it's kind of random, honestly. It's <laughs> oh, really I... weird. 
<laughs> you poor bastard. That's why I want pin dandy, so uh, I can just like start ancient waving people, and I don't even have to CC them. I can just ancient wave, and they can just boop gone. It'd be really nice. Yeah. But that yeah, sounds nice. Zerker, I don't know. Like it's not like the hardest class to play. Like it, it doesn't have. Here, I think Zerker. I don't know. Zerker has a mid-tier skill floor with a fairly high uh, skill ceiling, honestly. Like, you can't be brain-dead and be a good Zerker. Like, you can be brain-dead and, like, do okay if you have massive amounts of AP. But right. you need to know at least some basic things, and the big thing is skill points. Like, you have to have a stupid amount of skill points to be, like, an actually good Zerker. Like, have all the abilities that you need. Um, but you can take Zerker really far. I mean, you can see the difference between, like, Zerkers that are kind of, like, still learning what's going on. Learning how to, like, fight and stuff. And, like, Zerkers that have been playing since launch. And there's a very, like, there's a huge difference between them. Uh, right. I mean, there's even a huge difference between someone like me, who, like, I played Zerker at launch, but then I stopped playing Zerker for a really, really, really long time. And then I, I picked it up again, and, you know, it's like riding a bike, except for it's not, because it's completely different. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's different. Whenever I started playing Zerker again, I kind of had to, like, it was basically like playing a new class, almost. Like, I kind of had to, like, figure out what was going on. Because whenever I started playing Zerker again... Like, I hadn't played Zerker since pre-Awakened days. So I was kind of like, okay, this canon thing's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I'm wondering, too, like, I feel like before all the CC changes, no one really complained about the Zerker Q buff, which is, like, notoriously known for being really, really powerful. <sighs> 1v1, it's, like, straight up just OP, but in large scale, it's, like, just a really strong and super useful skill to have on a team. Was it, did anything change with it? Is it just because no one has protection anymore? Like, why is it so good now? Well, yeah, that's definitely a part of it, is that there's less protection in general, so there's less that you can do about the ability itself. But I also have an issue with PA and what they did to the cannon, because for some strange reason, people complained about Zerker Q buff for like two months, and then they just nerfed the regular flame buster damage. And it's like every Zerker in existence was like, what? Like, that's not even what people are complaining about. They're complaining about ancient power. That's the ability that gets spammed whenever you cube off. That's the damage that's being applied is from ancient power. But they nerfed regular right. flame busters damage, so it was kind of like. Well, now our cannon's just kind of shit. And then they, like, nerfed the range on it. And then, if I remember correctly, they gave it back a little bit. But they seriously, like, cut it, like, in half. It was like, dude, right. holy shit, this thing has no range now. Except for ancient power. Like, it's still shot ridiculously far. Like, so people were like, yeah, it's fixed. Except it wasn't. Like, oh my god, that was so, like, stupid. That was just stupid. But yeah, it's really just like a lack of protections thing. And I, it is a really strong ability. Like, I think Zerker Q buff is one of, if not the strongest class buff in the game. Um, the only classes I might argue would be better than that is Witch and Wizards, because again, AP to everybody around them. <laughs> but, uh... Right. 
Yeah, it's a really strong class buff. Like, uh, I, I would go so far as to say it's stupidly strong class buff, for sure. But strike, Striker's uh, class buff lets them get super armor while sprinting. So, you know, we each... Uh, Seems fair. Yeah, I think that's a fair trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like... And Zerk, you just grab him out of it with four grabs. <laughs> Listen, what one of those grabs is unprotected, and another one of those grabs is incredibly slow. Listen, it, like, if you get grabbed by Corpse Storm, like, you need to reevaluate your life. That ability is so slow, it actually has, like, a 1.5 second uh, wind-up on it. Like, it's incredibly right. slow. I'm not complaining about it. I'm not saying it needs to be buffed. It's fine where it is. It should be kind of a shit grab because both Rock Smash and Smackdown are super OP. But, like, rooting is unprotected, so you can just get knocked out of it if you're in a small scale or large scale. And Corpse Storm is, like, the slowest ability known to man. So, like, really, in 1v1s, they have, like, three grabs. In large scale, they have, like, two. Technically... So I guess we we can touch on it real quick. Um, PVE grind speed in weak spots like bandits and nagas, and then like higher end spots like Manchums, and then highest end like history Ackman. Where's is Zerker good in all those spots? Yeah, it's Bad strong in across some of those the spots? board. Nah, okay, no, it's, good. it's strong across the board. The Zerker rebomb skill, the spin to win is like really like stupidly good at low and mid tier spots. I honestly don't think it's that good in high tier spots, but I I really I personally can't say because I don't grind at high tier spots. I've put in like very minimal hours at Ackman, and like literally it was in his history for like five minutes, and I was like, "This is cancer, yeah. get me out." Dude, you got the AP now. I know I do. I should go back and try it again because last time I went, I was uh uh two fifty uh two fifty three. I was just soft cap. And I just yeah. accidentally ended up in history when I was looking for Ackman. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll try it. And I literally, like, it took me so long to kill one pack. And I was like, get me out of here. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. It's like, I mean, I, I don't know. It's You have to. I know. You have to know place. how to grind it. I know. And part of it is I don't want to, like, learn how to grind it. So that's why I just Standard. stick it Manchwans. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to the letter? Yeah, we might as well tackle the letter. Um, there's right, a so lot of stuff to... in here. There's a lot of yeah. stuff. Do you have it up? We don't have to go too... if you have it up. Yeah, I have it up. We don't have to okay. go too too in detail on, on everything, but there's some stuff that is really exciting and some stuff that's uh, even more exciting than really exciting. Okay, you know well, what I mean? let's just go down the list because they kind of laid it out in a nice little format here. Okay. So um, they first said new endeavors... Um, and they just kind of talked about the game started, where it is now, and they said, therefore, our goal for this year is to make Black Desert Online even more vibrant and filled with more exciting new contents, plural, by making it an MMORPG that is easy to comprehend and enjoyed by gamers who are not used to such intensive adventures. So... It was a Google Translate. Give them a it's break. A Google Translate. You know, it's okay. Um, so, All right. that's neat. For I don't believe them. Mm -hmm. Next. 
Oh, God. Uh, revealing enhancement success rates. We talked about this last time, actually. Yeah. So that was put on the PTR last week. But now I guess they officially announced it. Because last week it was kind of a surprise. But this is coming January 16th. Right. One this week. one. There's one of the few things on this list that actually has a date. Um, but... Well, they said that they didn't actually they didn't change any of the values, and it really isn't changing the gameplay. But from their point of view, it's going to make it easier for newer players to enhance, which is actually I think a fair point. Because I know the first time I enhanced, I had no idea what the hell I was looking at, what it all meant. I don't, I didn't even know fail stacks were a thing. Right. So. Yeah, I was that, definitely the same whenever I first started the game. Like. It wasn't until I joined a guild like two weeks into the game that I was like, oh, you enhance gear with this stuff? And they're like, yeah. I was like, oh, I've just been selling it the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, that's the thing, too, for me is like, I think this is a really good thing because it's going to help, A, me optimize fail stacking. Like, maybe I'll go higher or lower, like seeing that percentage chance, take less risk. I can be more optimal. And then same thing with just when I'm enhancing, like, I don't know. I, I I enhanced my Leighton to try at 62 stacks when, when I made it like a while back, the first time I got try neck, and it was like everyone's like, "Oh, that's too high. You overstacked." But like, if I were to have seen the percentage and saw that 62 is like, you know, four percent higher chance to succeed, I don't want to lose 800 million silver worth of a neck. So that would be worth it to me, you know? All right. So. Stuff like that's kind of cool, but um, selfishly, as a GM, I'm most excited that that percent chance when people are on like a 90 or an 85 stack and they're thinking about pen rouletting and they're going <laughs> to see like 1.97% chance of success, maybe <laughs> it'll deter them because yeah. some of these numbers are way lower than people thought, myself included. I So first of all, I was told that a max stack is either... 124, 128, 136, and 144 for pen. Those are like the four that I heard. And then I've heard just friends say that it's like 148 or 156, as high as that. Yeah. Turns out at 150 stacks, you still only have a 5% chance to succeed on a pen. Jesus. So like, yeah. Fuck all the people that say you're overstacking. Those people can die in a fire. <laughs> um, and... Stop pen relating at 90 fucking stacks, dude. Half Yikes. my guild. Somnia. Dream. Jesus. I can't really so, talk shit. I went for uh I went for uh pen tree at one point with like thirty fell stacks or something. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, I, I think that'll be a nice deterrent for that, hopefully. We'll see. I, I also, I like think... I said in the one Yeah, go ahead. I don't I don't I don't want to be negative, Nancy, but I don't know if that change in itself is, like, a crazy thing, like, a really good thing, like, oh my god, this changes everything, but I think it's a really good step in the right direction, and I hope that they keep making changes that people have been wanting for, like, a really long time. Right. Like, people have actually been asking for this for a super long time. So I'm hoping this leads to other stuff like damage numbers and so on and so forth. Like we talked about last week, that would be cool. Um, Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. 
So next, next this, is this going... is the one. This is the one thing I'm gonna be a curmudgeon about, dude. I dude, this is like the one thing I'm excited about. <laughs> this is so going, lame. Going beyond MMORPG, entering the Shadow Arena Battle Royale. Ugh. God. Dude, why you played it, right? I you did. I did. Try it? Shameless plug: that I have a video up of uh, Shadow Arena Battle Royale on my YouTube channel. Shameless plug. Uh, it it's like a good. I think it's a good like hour thirty minute video. Uh, I played four different games as uh, four different classes, I believe, or maybe three different classes. I actually don't remember, but um, I don't know. It was fairly fun. It's not. It's not something that is gonna like take over the game. I really don't think it's even going to be something that is going to bring a lot of new players to the game. But, I mean, it's kind of cool. It was pretty fun. I would. I feel like I'd enjoy it more if there was a duo or a squad mode. Like, if you could play it yeah. with friends, that would actually be, like, really sick. And I would probably play it a lot more. But if it's only solo, like, maybe I'll play, like, a bunch of games on release day. And then a couple games more, like, the next week. And then probably just stop playing it entirely. <laughs> Yeah, that'll. I mean, squads or teams will be the only thing that brings me to that. Either that, or if the rewards are Ooh, like what? so overwhelmingly good. What if you could reserve a guild Shadow Arena? That would be cool. That would be yeah, fun. That could be fun. Could, I I just think play I still with the think whole it needs guild. more skills. I like the idea that Shadow Arena is like mostly, if not a hundred percent pre awakened. But ha- what was it like? Four skills? You get like nothing. No, it was more than that. Was it? I don't know. I watched like a 30 minute video of a Sork using Claws of Darkness. Yeah, so... And I was like, what is this? It's kind of weird. So it's only pre-awakened skills, and it's also not the ultimate version of those skills, with the exception of, I think, a few. Or maybe, like, the ultimate version is like a super rare drop. I honestly don't know. I couldn't tell from the four games that I played. Um, From the four games that I played, I only got Ultimate Fierce Strike. Uh, on my Zerker. Uh, that was the only ultimate I ever had. I don't know why it was ultimate. It made no sense to me that it was ultimate, but it was ultimate, so I don't know. When I played Warrior, like, if you want, go and watch the video when I played Warrior, I was complaining that, like, I'm sitting here trying to do all these pre-awakened combos, but I either A, don't have the abilities, or B, the abilities aren't ultimate, so I can't, like, cancel into things. So I just look like right. some, like, level 5 Balanos kid, like, running around confused, like, using random skills. But it's a good, it's probably a good 7, 8, 9 uh, different abilities. Um, honestly, how they did the abilities, I personally really liked. Um, because I like that you might fight a Sork, and she's only spamming Claws of Darkness. And then you'll fight another Sork, and all of a sudden she can throw Jeremy Doom. Like, it, it's different, like, based on what right. they're able to find. Like, I actually really did like that, and I thought that that was kind of a cool aspect that they they decided to go with, because I feel like it mixes things up. Did the demo version have any awards? Or rewards? No, it did not. There was no rewards for the uh, Global Lab version, as far as I could <sighs> tell. I, I did like the idea of being the black spirit ball and bouncing around the entire map. That actually looked like so much fun. Dude, that's what they need to have a black spirit mount where you could just bounce across the fucking Wait, world. can we take a second to acknowledge something? You watched a thirty minute video of Shadow Arena Battle Royale. It was it like tw- how long how long it is Battle mine, Arena? And it wasn't mine? 
I didn't know you had one. What? I, bl I blocked your YouTube account before when you made a meme video of our guild. Yikes, dude. <laughs> that's like my most popular video, I'm pretty sure. Like, that's like... That's a really popular one. Everyone loved the, uh... The Naruto music. In that video, God. specifically. No, I actually... I mean, it was like the day it came out. I don't know when yours went up, but it was like the day... That very first Shadow Arena that was playable... Um, which Mine I think, like if I remember correctly, day. you were bitching about. Yeah, you were bitching. That we missed it. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. By the way, the... Yeah. I I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't look that fun to me, but if people like Battle Royale, it's I guess it's kind of unique, because my issue with Battle Royale games, I, I don't really like shooters, so at least in BDO has skills and stuff. Yeah, my it's only complaint, fun. or my, it's not even really complaints, just things that I wish they would do. One, add more classes. Uh, two, add, either make, make skills ultimate, or make a way to make skills ultimate. Like, maybe if you get a kill, you get a drop from them, and then you can use that drop to make one skill ultimate. Like, that would be cool and incentivize people to actually fight instead of just running away from each other. Um... Also, uh, mix up the monsters. Like, Red Nose was in there. Maybe there were some other bosses. I only saw Red Nose. And so it was basically Red Nose and then, like, the the mobs from Abandoned... Or, uh, not Abandoned. Um, contaminated Zone, north of Calpheon. Right, the, like, zombies or whatever. Yeah, like, zombies that were, like, super easy to kill once you got, like, one tier-up weapon. It was, like... I don't know, like, that, I feel like that could be more fun, and, like, more, uh, like, make it, make it, make more mobs different difficulties, and make it more rewarding to kill the hard mobs, I think. That would make it more fun. Instead of it just being a race to see who can kill more weak shit first. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what they said is going to be the reward. I don't think they have said, but... Like what, what, sh what should the reward be, for it to be like worth people's time? Because that's gonna be half the thing. Like even if it's fun, people won't do it if you get nothing for it and it's really long. You know. I think if you win, you should get a fairly like considerable reward. Honestly. How, how long does it take from start to finish to queue up, play it, and end the game? Uh, like twenty to thirty minutes, I think maybe. Right, so fairly, like. But if it you also got depends on how long you make, right? Like you might die at the very first fucking fight you get into, or you might go the whole way. I don't know. Right. So what, like, um, fifteen million silver, five memory fragments, two sharps, two hearts. Maybe I, I, I almost would be hesitant to give. And I know I just said that there should be a considerable reward, but no, I would be but... hesitant to give somebody in-game stuff because people might abuse it, honestly. Right, like find out if there's a way to exploit first kind of thing? Well, just like team up to like guarantee a victory, basically. Right, but isn't it only once a day, or is that just because it was on PTR? Uh, they did not specify, I don't think. Um, it's probably still going to be, like, a once-a-day thing, but, which, if right. it is, then they could do, like, an in-game reward, that would be fine, and make it, like, decent, uh, like, that would be fine, but, uh, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think that. I don't. Know. I don't. I, I really yeah. don't know. Like maybe make the reward like some pearls. Like that would actually be kind of cool. Like if you win, you get like five hundred pearls or something. I think that would right. be a good reward that wouldn't be worth like going through the trouble of like farming it. You know what I mean? Like you could, I guess, but it's not like a crazy reward. But it's still going to be meaningful to people that are going to be playing the Battle Royale, right? Like, it's going to be... Mo like, let's be honest. The people that are going to be playing the Battle Royale, like, a lot, aren't going to be hardcore players. Like, they're going to be new people or just casual people just playing to have fun. All right. So I don't um, see them, like, trying to cheat their way to get, like, 500 pearls or something. I'm sorry. I'm distracted because in-game in our... Our icon in Velia, for some reason, is Jack Nicholson. What? <laughs> yeah, you know how it, like, glitches out sometimes? Yeah. Anyway, alright. Enough enough of Battle Royale. Shit's lame. Shit's awesome. Um, Next. Do you think they should introduce guns, though? Maybe that would make no, it fun. No, please, no. Don't pull a Realm Royale, dude. Realm Royale, I'm hoping that this Battle Royale, they'll actually make it really fun and it'll be kind of like Realm Royale. Realm Royale was a Battle Royale where you had skills and classes, it was really, really fun. And then they decided to add, like, automatic weapons to it, and then, like, take away the uniqueness and the powers of skills. And it just became, like, another generic, like, Battle Royale that was, like, super fucking lame. So, have this be, have this be unique, and it'll be fun. Alright, um, let's... Central Market! Let's move on. Central Market. Central Market! The best change that's ever happened in this game. I'm just kidding, it's not that big. So this one also does not have a, uh... It does not have a release date. No, but it Central says market. released yeah. soon, so... TM. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's on one random testbed server. The Mina server. And that's all so far. Yeah, uh, apparently Mina right. is the test server now. Like what? Right. So your thoughts. I I mean, I think I actually... I, I was really skeptical for a long time. But I think overall, because it, it kind of... I don't know. It seems like it doesn't work too differently from ours. It just pays you... You just get paid more closely to what items are actually worth. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing. So, I mean, bugs be damned. But if it comes out and it actually goes smoothly, I think in the end it'll be it'll be pretty good. Yep. So overall. I again, not what I was really hoping for. I mean, you know, you know that I've said for a while now that I would really like like a, a true free market. Um, oh, I thought you said you wish only see monster hunters could buy stuff. Yikes. Um. I, I personally would like a true free market. I think that capitalism works. Uh, it's been proven to work IRL. It'll work in a game. And it's also worked in other uh, games, like EVE. So, uh, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. Like I know a lot of people hate the, true, the idea of a true free market in an MMO. I personally think it would work better than a lot of other things, including this, but who knows, maybe this will be cool. This is closer to a true market than what we had before, but it is a very similar system. I honestly don't think it's going to change things that much, but we'll see. Maybe it'll yeah. 
Maybe all of a sudden, uh, like, Tamer will be the strongest class in the game or something. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm uh, vehemently opposed to free market. I I'm think aware. it makes no sense in this game. But um, this seems like some sort of middle ground that is, like, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, it's not really... It's funny because it seems exciting because it's, like, such a major part of the game. But I feel like a week in, it'll be boring already. Well, if yeah, I mean, it's not... Oh, yeah. It's not, I just don't think it's going to change the game that drastically. Like, it's just going to be the same game. Like, if they change to yeah. a true free market, that would change the game drastically. Like, that, yeah, that, would be crazy. that would alter the fabric of this game. But, uh, central market, yeah, I guess it's okay. We'll see. Alright, territory war. Lame. This is, this is the one that has me excited. So, lame. why do you think it's lame? Let's hear it. It's just going to be Ninja and Kuno Fest. What do you mean? Ex explain how that makes sense. Because this is literally a game mode where once you die, you're dead. So assassin classes, mm -hmm. especially ones that can just go invisible and sit invisible forever, literally forever, they're just going to mm -hmm. be super OP. Just literally, just Ninja no. goes into a, or just goes into a group invisible of like 10, 20 people. Blade spins to knock literally everyone down. on a shower really? to kill two people and then get out. And there's Stop. nothing anybody can do about 10, it. 10, 20 people are going to die to Blade Spin. No, I didn't say that. I said he's going to knock down a bunch of people, kill like two or three of them, and then get out. That literally happens right. in every Node War ever. Right, but even still, the the ninjas, like a lot of times that happens, they suicide and they also die. No, wrong. They get out all the time. No, no, because no. people they are stupid too. and they just have their fucking hand in their pants. Here, here's the thing though: is it's not a battle royale, so you don't win for being the last alive. So just being invisible and killing people is fine, except you still have to go into the main ball, and this isn't a 100 versus 100. Respawn. It's, I know, but there's still a main ball, and it's not 100 versus 100. It's gonna be like 600 versus 600 because it's every no, T3, it's T4 not. owner. Yeah, it is. Dude, they, it dude, says it most on there. It's every T, every, I'm well every aware, T Frosty, but most of the T three and tier four owners are fucking snipe guilds that aren't going to give a shit about this thing. Whoa, we're in that list. Barcode's in that list every week. Vertex is in that list. Chose on that list. It's for the entire week. Yeah, great. So it's it's going to be two types of people: either siege people that average guild fucking gear score is like five seventy, five eighty, or it's going to be goddamn henchmen members. Like, one or the other. <laughs> Take your pick. Well, but, like, we're in there. How, what the fuck? What do you mean? We would be in there. And Corrupt would be in there. And, like, anyone that's not on a territory, like, HeHeXD and Tenacious and Resbacle, and they, they'll all be in there. Yeah, great. And we're just going to get shit on that fucking ninja that we couldn't even 3v1. We're, and no, then we're dude, not even going to be able to respawn. Our team. <laughs> no, Legatum Ninja's going to be on our team, dude. Dude, I don't know. It, like, it's a... Uh, again, going back to well, something I said previously, Cacao, PA rather, PA, PA, PA. Great idea. Awesome idea. Dude, let's, like, make this cross-continent. Like, everyone's gonna get involved. This is gonna be an epic war on such a huge scale. Like, yeah, dude, I'm down. That sounds amazing. And then execution, dog shit. Wait, you can't say it's dog shit execution when it hasn't been tried. Dude, dog what? shit execution. What do you mean? Dumb. It's not even out. It's Dude, bad. I think it's going to be super fun. And it's once a, it's once a day. And the other thing, too, that's cool about it. Player. The other thing that's cool about it is, like, the thing I, I don't really care about the Ninja Kuno thing is because you still have to stop people from getting to the NPC to kill it. 
And like, if you're just out on the outskirts killing random people and staying alive forever, thinking it's a battle royale, like it doesn't really benefit you. Yes, it, it does. Doesn't... People no, don't doesn't. respawn. I know you don't respawn, but if they're not with a group anyway, they shouldn't be there. So, so speaking realistically, this is probably going to be a 300 versus 300 or a 400 versus 400. Aside okay. from the very first one, the very first one's probably going to have a lot of people, and it's not going to be a lot of people after that unless the rewards mm -hmm. are dope as shit, which they and probably won't be. And if you have a shot caller, which and a happen. ninja comes out of nowhere, and people... Why? why if we went, we would have a shot caller. G dude, what do you guilds mean are gonna not going to be able to work together on this. Are you kidding me? No, not the guilds, but guild individually, each guild... Oh, you're saying the, each guild's own shot caller is going to be... Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Like, I... Yeah, I I think it'd be cool, man. And I, you can I thought you players, meant like one person's going to be calling for the entire team. I was like, no way in hell that's no. happening. <laughs> no, no way in hell. That would be crazy. But I'm, I'm, dude, I'm fucking excited for it. And I actually thought when I read the you die once you're out thing, I thought that made it sound even more cool. Lame. I was actually excited about Lame. that. I'm glad I'm not um, a witch anymore. Let me say that. I'm really curious too how, like, where you start. And where you have to go to. <sighs> I as know. weird as it sounds, if it's going to be 400 versus 400, I think it actually would be sick if, like, Team A starts in Sandgrain or in Valencia and has to go all the way to Calpheon. No, I think that's what it is going to be. I think it's. I think that'd be so sick. I think it's literally Calpheon versus Valencia, and what it probably, if I had to guess, which again, pure speculation. But one of two things is going to happen. Either everybody's going to spawn in the capital, which is going to result in the most laggy beginning to every single war ever, or they're going to spawn you at the node manager of the node that you own as your guild. Oh, that'd be cool. That's a good idea. Although, I, I do kind of wish it wasn't Valencia, and it was instead, like, Medaya. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same imagine thing. Because imagine if you are in the capital, dude, and you have to travel across the desert... It's going to suck. But who knows? Uh, when, didn't they say last time that they were going to make Medaya not a siege there anymore so that you could fight there? Maybe it's the whole thing's just going to be in Medaya, which would be kind of lame, actually. I don't know, maybe. But it'll be uh, playable January 16th on the Global Lab, so we'll be able to see. Uh, People like you who actually log into that thing can try it. Yikes, dude. I installed that shit, brother. Dude, it's so bad. I can't get my hotkeys to work properly on the Global Lab. Really? Yeah, like, it makes me go in and I actually have to set W as move, S as back, A as left. Like, it's just doesn't let me... Those buttons are not there when I open up the Global Lab. It's so weird. Interesting. Anyway. Alright, moving on. Territory War. So we both agree it's going to be awesome. Heroes of the Battlefield. What, are you, what is this one? Mercury's Heroes of the Battle... New Militia System. Yeah, the old one was really bad. Um... Is this the one? Okay, let's see. It's literally oh, this a murking is... system. Right, murking system. That actually I think is kind of cool too. Because eh. eh. you get to stay in your guild and you get a contract. I don't know what the money is supposed to be, but you get a one-day contract that you get paid out when you move back to your guild. Uh, the idea of it seems kind of cool. We'll see. I, I, but... I guess it's like for people that like to murk in their siege guilds, like they do their siege guild, they get the territory, and then they go murk. It's kind of cool. It's basically like a quality of life buff. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at this point, the regular Merc, the militia system was so bad. But this, uh, this doesn't even have anything really right. to do with the militia system. Like, really. 
Well, but you can do uh, Siege as well. Not I just mean, nodes. yeah, but who, like, eh, I don't know. I just don't see, like, if you're a really strong player, like, now you're going to be having to, like, try out for guilds to, like, just be in the oh, Okay, just because you failed a PvP tryout just before the podcast today. No, like, legitimately, like, guilds are going to be, like, say Vertex only is bringing 98 members to their siege, and they're like, well, we can fill the last two with mercs. Like, there's going to be a bunch of people wanting to go with them for that siege. They're going to have to decide, like, what they want. They might not PvP test them, but they're gonna, they're still going to have to, like, choose, right? So, I don't know. This is not going to be a big deal for me personally. Don't really care. I guess it's not particularly a bad thing. Eh. Well, we could recruit, um... The good Blade and Arrow members for us. <laughs> Whoa, are you saying that there yes. are bad Blade and Arrow members, man? That's rude. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Yikes. Meaning of adventures and adventurers. I think this is just kind of a general, like, they're trying to make everything in the game feel like it has some intris- intrinsic value. Yeah, so, like fishing, climbing mountains. Life skills, mountain climbing. Apparently, Grand climbing spot. mountains is supposed to make you money. I don't know. Is that that's not on here? Oh, it does say, it, huh? It, Some may love to climb mountains it, or go on it expeditions. It literally what says the fuck is it climbing even talking mountains. About? <laughs> Dude, can so I make? What, do I make one million silver every time I press space to climb up a mountain? Dude, that's a good deal. I'll take it. Hey, if they had like some fancy treasure chests at the top of mountains that are actually hard to get to, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, another know, thing I ninjas just dominate at, am I right? Oh my god. Alright, dude, <laughs> I, I am excited to grind Swamp Fogans though. Maybe they're gonna buff Swamp, Swamp Fogans. I wanna get those <laughs> I wanna get those webbed feet, dude. They're so good. What? Alright, Adventurer's Tome, they're gonna buff that somehow. I imagine progenal silver bars and all that will be worth more. I guess you're gonna get contribution all right, whatever. More more silver and shit from that. Which is really only secret useful adventures. for people that do dailies, which neither of us do. Right. <laughs> the Secret Adventures Journal, which is under development, and they reference the Mysteries of Summer. I think this is going to be like, do you remember in Diablo 3, whenever you did a season, you had that like journal thing? They had to go through and like finish all those tasks to get like different rewards. I think it's going to be like that. Yeah, I totally remember that. Didn't you play Diablo 3? I thought you said you did. Dude, I literally put, like, not even 30 hours into that game. Dude. You can't be bad at every game. Yeah, All right. Dude. The next thing. That's so rude. This game is too hard. Um, uh, That part's, like, kind of relevant. They're going to lock some stuff that's too complicated to try to make more guides and yada yada. And they say Happy New Year. So, overall... Some pretty interesting stuff, I guess, right? I think the first comment on Reddit is no mention of class balance, meh. And then the next reply to that was, wait, you're a ninja, what are you complaining about? Yikes. So that was good. Anyway, I think that's all. It's kind of cool stuff. I'm excited for the territory stuff and the central market outside of that. Eh. It's not that exciting, but we'll see what happens. Um, why don't they, off topic, but why haven't they even attempted to balance anything in such a long time? That's not true. Okay, they, they did do log- a couple things recently, but mm-hmm. we had like a drought. We had like a what, like a four or five month drought or something. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, I always thought it was kind of odd too. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like the we had the log jump change. They're buffing Archer, obviously, but they did the random like like warrior skill got buffed like four weeks ago, and then a um, tamer skills got buffed a little bit. Like little things here and there. So they took away know. warriors. Uh, uh, what was it? The super armor when they were blocking, they changed it or something. Didn't they do that for like one day, and they said it was a mistake or something? Oh, oh, um, I don't remember. It was that was like that, that. That was a long. That was when we started lingering, though. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, dude, people were so excited about that, <laughs> <laughs> myself included at the time. No, they did do. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. They gave uh, Warrior Super Armor on their grapple and then took it away before it actually came out. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what it yeah. was. On the Global Test Lab, you had grapple on, or they had grapple on the grab and then they grappled. They had Super Armor on the grab and then they removed Super Armor. Bef like, before the week was even up, they edited the notes. Right, right, right. Um... Yeah, I'm not a fan of... I mean, I'm all for, like, Warrior needs super armor and somewhere and some protected movement, but I don't think any grab in the game should have super armor. I think that it's such a good CC that's, like, reliable as hell that it should have risk associated with it on every class. I don't think Tamer... Or, sorry, I don't think Striker, Mystic, any class should have super armor when they grab, honestly. Except Zerker. Even Zerker. I mean, maybe maybe let Zer Zerker have one since it's kind of like their kit, what they rely on. But Zerkers are supposed then. to have an iron grip, brother. That means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. I think that about wraps up. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we go? Uh, you said you wanted to mention the tournament. You want to sell oh, yeah. out real quick? Yeah, we're going to sell out. We're going to have a 3v3 in-house tournament uh, on Friday. I presume, can you stream it or you can't anymore, right, where you're at? Uh, well, like I said, I should be at my cousin's house, so uh, yeah, I might stream it. Well, either way, Rage and Angel or someone will stream it. We'll post links. We'll put up a Reddit post um, the day of. But I don't know if it gets some viewers. Like, I kind of want to do down the road uh, a tournament that's not just the guild but like anybody can come and stream it and have you cast and kind of get your name out there as a caster see if we can get you on some other stuff but have like pearl prizes and everything wait why are you trying to like sell me like a show dog cause dude I want I want you to end up living with Dr. Positive I want you guys to be roommates yikes man only cool. roommates that's not hot enough for me I want you guys to be roommates, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, down the road. But anyway, so yeah, we're going to have a tournament. 3v3, we'll stream it. And there's actually some pretty good players in the guild. And we have a lot of like... Did you see Sphero's video? Yeah, I did. It was dope. Dude, it was a sick video, man. Right when I watched that, I know everyone was like, dang, man, this video makes me want to play Warrior. But I was like, dang, man, this video makes me want to pay Sphero to make me a video. <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's good at doing like the whole montage thing. It's really good. I wish yeah, I, I wish I was that good. Feels bad. He said he spent um, twelve hours on it. Wow, nice. Which I think is a long time, but all video editing is kind of takes a long time, right? Shit. That Lacari video I did only took me like fucking two, three. No, nah, actually, it's probably a good like three, four hours. 
But that was mostly me, God. like, looking up things, because I had forgotten how to do certain things. Because I, like, I don't really, like, for these videos, they don't require editing, so I just forgot a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said F-bomb is a faggot in 2019 not fuck and then sammy said that's why guild chat is hidden during the podcast yikes rip well, the good news is i don't even have the game open right now yeah. i'm just watching the siege which should be ending relatively soon the, sh the siege should be ending unfortunately they're not going to get to see the end of it i was no, there when the no. base went, i was there when the base went down too i actually low key I was actually in the back killing some Ricos because I was really worried that we weren't going to be able to get the base down in time. So I was like, I'm going to try and get these Ricos down while they're working on the base. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if the base didn't go down in time and it was one hit away because you weren't there helping? Oh, no. I would have finished it off. They had no, like, like the people who were alive weren't even worrying about me. They were worrying about the people attacking the fort. Like, there was literally two... I don't know if you even saw them. I don't think Ren even noticed that they were there. There were two Ricos literally in such... the Like, literally as far into the corner of the far side of their base as you could possibly get. Like, right on top of each other. Like, literally one spot away. I don't even know how they got them yeah. that close. I didn't think you could. <laughs> so I was just like, let me just attack these. I was spinning on them while they were taking the base down. As soon as the base got down to, like... Uh, like three percent. I was like, okay, I'll go help them take this down real quick. Yeah, that was fun. We're territory owners, dude. Yeah, man. Hex siege. First time. Omega lol. First time in hex history. But yeah, that's gonna be it for this podcast, guys. Uh, we appreciate you guys checking us out again. Let us know what you guys think. Any opinions on the matter? Let us know uh, specifically. I'm curious what you guys think about the territory war. I'm really curious about that because there seems to be mixed opinions. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see what you guys think about the new territory war that they announced, the giant like, you know, Calfion versus Valencia thing. Because obviously, I think one way Frosty thinks another. I have a feeling that's going to be pretty much generally how it is. But Frosty, do you have anything to say? I want to actually go to the war on my Kuno and hide in Velia. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> nah, I got nothing. I'm good. Alright, well, that'll do it. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a good one. See you next time. Can we do that sound effect at the end? Mm, I'm probably going to add that in after the video. Like, I'm going to, like, add that in post, like, after everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hex. Hex GM here.